This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys? Let's go! I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts. And they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cop are champions of Europe once again. Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Copper and Fraka, powered by the Touchline Media Group. This is your episode four, Wednesday the 22nd of July. I am your host, Krish, and I am joined this week by Fahi Ellis, King Mark and Joe the Rambler. Howdy boys. Just a quick housekeeping note, I have two things for you. If you haven't already, head over to patreon.com slash copyandfracas and from as little as £3 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon page. That'll help us keep the lights on and more importantly, deliver you a lot more great content than what we're doing now. So we already have about three or four shows on there. Good stuff, quality stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm not a snake oil merchant. It's quality stuff. So get over there, get subscribing. And if that wasn't enough, we have a competition for you all. We are giving away two premium premium t-shirts from Merch Taken Quickly, our friends over there. So all you have to do is just head over to our Twitter account, simply retweet um, the tweet that's available, follow us, and of course, follow Merch Taken, and we will announce a winner by the end of the week. So good luck with that. And yeah, safe shopping. 
So let's tuck into it, boys. Uh, let's start off with a little bit of transfer news, which is something we haven't talked about since um, Timo Werner, I guess, which seems like it was about six years ago. Um, I'm assuming you have all heard of a certain uh, Brazilian Spanish footballer called Thiago Ancantara. Have you not? What? Who's that? Apparently, apparently he's some guy that people have only heard of on FIFA. Yeah, I mean, according to some of our other podcasting friends, apparently, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout them out. But yeah, apparently yeah, he's not a well-known... He's godbrother or something, or like... Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I heard his brother played for Barca as well in Inter. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard his yeah. dad used to play for Brazil and that one. I don't know. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. So we have been heavily linked to Thiago over the past few weeks. Um it's a bit of a weird one, as the UK journalists have been suspiciously quiet on it. We haven't heard any confirmations. We haven't heard any, more importantly, we haven't heard any denials about Thiago. Um, Fahi, Joe, I'll go to you because you were fighting about transfers earlier on. And, you know, we're an entertainment podcast. This is what we do. Thoughts on how Thiago would fit in at Liverpool? Um, I think he, personally, I think he'd add a little bit of a different element to the team from deep and going forward. But I'm interested to hear both of your thoughts on it and if you think a potential transfer is there to be done. I mean, who wants to go first, Joe? Would you like to go first? or? Um, there's nothing really, I mean, outside of the obvious with Thiago. Um, he walks in and he's our best midfielder, CM, whatever you want to tag him with he's technically probably going to be our best player so it's a no-brainer for me um I think it's something that just when you have um players that are of that I guess that um talent level um and are ready and waiting to come and play for the team just get it done there's there's really no um two ways about it um he adds a nice little air of unpredictability um, unpredictability in our in our in our game. He makes that transition from, you know, defense to 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 attack. He makes that a lot more seamless, a lot more effective, a lot more fluid. And he also will will add, I guess, from a from a final third perspective as well. I think we all you all see we all we all have come accustomed to that sort of play from him where he, he is really elegant to look at, really graceful on the ball, but also a really clever player. And, um, and very difficult to get a hold of if you are a, a opposing team. So for me, it's it's a no-brainer. I don't understand um, where others may feel like maybe we're just hearing of him and, he, and it's an exotic name. So, um, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But, I mean, if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves, we probably won't have had a technically gifted player like that in the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, no, agreed on everything Joe said. Um, top, top midfielder, I'm a big fan. Always been a big fan. The only thing that's ever um, worried me about him is how his body breaks down. But I think he has been unlucky a few times as well. Um, and I think based on the way we play and the way we rotate, if it ever did happen, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, ultimately, in terms of style and what he brings, is something completely different to what we currently have. And he has the confidence and the know-how in terms of bringing the play forward, like much better compared to what we currently have. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a it's a he is who I want in the team. Like 
the, the thought of having a Thiago in our midfield would never have crossed our mind a month ago. So the fact that this is an actual conversation that we're having is bizarre to me. And as time's gone on, it's clear to see that it's a legit transfer rumour. Um, it's not a made-up link. None of our journals are saying no to it because they ultimately do know and they clearly have been briefed that we are interested, but they can't report on it because we don't know if we're moving yet. Or, you know, this is the argument me and Joe have been. So yeah. um, it's a really weird one, but I think everyone in this, in this call, everyone in our chat, 90% of Liverpool fans would agree that, you know, Thiago would be a fantastic signing. Uh, would, would you say the other 10%, what type of player would you think they want? Jack Grealish, apparently. So right, we're also in the 10%, though. That's need... a weird one. Um... <laughs> so I'm in the 90 and the 10%. Jack Grealish, yeah. <laughs> What? The best, the best, the best team, the best club in the world. world well, we'll save that. We'll, 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 we'll save that. 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 We'll save already um, obviously Bayern Munich in the Champions League I think they've got a very very good chance of winning the Champions League and he will want to see out that campaign through we 100%. don't know where yeah well, I mean we don't know where we are in terms of future income as well I was reading something the other day that Liverpool are losing an estimated three million pounds per game at the moment which yeah, is, he can uh, listen he can rupture his Achilles in the second leg against Chelsea so, and if, let's say, for example, yeah. we've agreed a deal and he ruptures his Achilles, then what? Like, it, yeah, it doesn't fucked. make sense. You're fucked. You're in an African army situation. So what, why the hell are you ever going to agree a deal? Like, it, doesn't, it literally does not make sense to me. And I don't really get why our fans are crying because Bayern still have football to play and anything could happen to Thiago. And he's clearly an influential member of that team and he will be playing those games. Completely, I completely agree. I mean, I think I think a few people have pointed out. Oh well, Timo Werner. Well, he signed for Chelsea and doesn't want to affect his status going into next season, and he pulled out of their Champions League and squad. He pulled out of the games. Yeah, yeah he pulled out. <laughs> um, and I think another key point as well is that we don't know. We we might have a more clear point of where we are in terms of outgoings as well. So the statuses of you know a Marco Gruic uh, or you know of an album, they become more apparent over time. So yeah. a lot of factors in the in the deck still need to be played. Uh, L Mark, I think the interesting thing about this transfer is it allows for a lot more movement within the squad in terms of playing positions. So we do know that Klopp is keen on doing four two three one from you know twenty eighteen twenty nineteen. I believe, I mean personally, I think that um, Thiago would help integrate that bit more into the, into the squad you'll have a bit more you know, freedom of movement within the front three etc they're not now down to play their natural positions we'll also allow something like and let's say Fabinho to play centre-back which I think is a very realistic possibility for next season um, so I just want to know what you think about that and what this signing would mean for the evolution of the team and not being stuck to one formation like we have been because you know, let's, let's be real I think it's being kept as our formation because you know we're ultimately winning games at the end of the day I think it allows for more tactical flexibility, like you said. Um, I remember going on Tio and saying I would love to see a midfield of Naby, Coutinho and Thiago. And You're, a mad You're a madman. You're a madman. I know, I've got slanders for it. But <laughs> why is that different from a midfield of Gundogan, Bernardo Silva and David Silva, where City have been successful and got 100 points when playing that team? 
So what? So well, what that... game would you argue? So what game would you implement that midfield? Okay, judging off games that we've played this season, Crystal Palace um, teams that are really going to sit back and we're not going to be troubled too much defensively, but we need yeah. someone to break up the play. And in my opinion, based off just stats and watching them, I feel like Naby and Thiago can be both of them. Comparing them to City's successful midfield, I feel like City only have one ball winner in that midfield. If we play a midfield of Thiago, Naby and Coutinho, we would have two ball winners in Naby and Thiago, and two people who can pressure. And people are not remembering Coutinho pre-Barca was a pressing machine. He was able to press people out of the game himself. So we'll have three people really in, really energetic in there, able to press and can all pass and can all unlock a midfield from different positions. So, yeah, it does sound like a FIFA midfield, but in reality, I feel like played the right way. It could help against certain teams who are trying to unlock teams. I'm sorry, I sound really muffled at the moment. I've got liners in at the moment, so I'm struggling. No, still, man, you've got, you got, you got to keep that million-dollar <laughs> smile. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> um, Hell, how about you? Uh, it will allow for firstly, Marco. Don't forget, um, in terms of Coutinho playing midfield, I think that's why Klopp allowed him to leave mm-hmm. because Klopp saw that he didn't have you know, fitness, yeah, yeah, nor the lung capacity to keep on running up and down, and he should just tie around. <coughs> Klopp saw that he's he's in, he's dispensable there but in regards of the tactical flexibility that Thiago allows us I mean if you want to play two in the middle with Fabinho and Thiago you can do it if you want to play um, three in the middle with Thiago playing as that deep line playmaker Fabinho's a destroyer then um, and the, let's say Kato being your full number 10 you can do it uh, Thiago can be that phone number 10 as well uh, he also allows for someone to dictate the game well um, our midfield we don't have we don't have many people who can just keep the ball ticking you can find that square passes you can find gaps in midfield um, we haven't had someone of that ilk since let's say Alonso if we're going to keep it 100, um, somebody who can pick his head up, find a pass, who can switch play quickly. And I think he's a signing, if you look at the way he plays, some of our build-up in the midfield takes a long time to get to get out to the wing. So, um, for instance, we play with our full-backs. If you have a player like Thiago, he's able to switch it quickly. Um, so we can do left to right quickly. Um, we can get Salah one-on-one quicker. You can also get Mane one-on-one quicker, which is what you want. So I think we're looking to that type of um, game because at times the season it's taking longer to get get to the wing it's taking longer to get to um, to the full backs so if we can do that I think we break down teams quicker but also it allows us like I said to change the shape like you said we can play different ways if you want to put uh, Fabinho at uh, centre back you can do that so yeah it is a good signing that's exciting exciting us man I'm baffed. What, what is the issue? What, what, what are we complaining about then? What, what's going on? No one's complaining other than Joe. Like, I think, I think people, yeah, people are upset that we're not doing it quick enough. But yeah. it's, it's mad to me because nobody else is moving. That, but do we know? If it's, listen, 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 listen. Here's, here's the thing. It's, it's, it's nothing really crazy. Um, for 
everything that we're saying and it's really it's really nice it's it's you know Thiago's a really good player all this good stuff I get it um but there is no guarantees that we actually are interested like we actually are looking and pressing and moving forward to actually sign him uh, we literally are interested like bro Bro, we were, <laughs> we have been literally... We're dropping heart emojis all over this guy's Listen, listen, pictures, we, have been, we have been interested in quite a few players. And for whatever reason, it's not got, it's not got over the line. Yeah, yeah it's um, something not going over the line. Doesn't no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me wrap, let me wrap. So for me, it's, if you're, it's stages. So I said to you, we're not interested in this guy because he makes too much sense for us. And we know what makes sense for us, we probably won't. And I yeah, think you're crazy for saying that. I, you, okay, so so when I said to you, Marco, that okay, I'll, I'll even entertain that we're interested in Werner. We've been flirting with Werner, up and down, left and right, shaking pom poms, heart emoji, sending chocolates to his house, him sending chocolates to to um, to Klopp's house. Ultimately, when the chips were down and someone offered money. He left. He didn't really care. He wasn't even thinking about Liverpool. So as soon as, as soon as the opportunity came, I mean, this is two hundred. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's two hundred and fifty k flashed in your face. I think I think the Werner thing. I think the Werner thing personally is. But no, no, let me go, man. Let me go. Fuck me. Hold on, I wasn't finished. I wasn't finished. You're just gonna ramble. That's what you're gonna do, though. I had a ramble. I was. I was. Yeah, Joe, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. My point is, we can do as much as we like, and we can say we're interested or whatever that may be. Getting over the line, that's a completely different um, conversation to be had. We've already seen it. And for all we, for all we know, he could end up elsewhere. And it's a, it's a real possibility. Being and interested yeah. means, it means nothing. And I think yeah, there's an opportunity for you to get it done. Just get it done. That's literally, just get it done. That, that's literally my only take. I think to get it done, get it done. Sorry, Christian. Football isn't even nothing. finished. The transfer window no, isn't even open. Football isn't even done. Like we've just addressed. Yo, what kind Bayern of still have football to play. What kind of crazy... The, the Bayern still have football open and you're seeing everybody else making bids. What are you doing? You're just making bids. You're not making the... Yeah, yeah, okay. You can, still, you can okay. still get the transfers done before the actual window's open. So what point are you making? Sorry, so, 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 Go ahead, bro. So, you just addressed that Bayern still have a lot of football to play. Important football to play because they want to win the Champions League, yeah? So Mark's basically so, stole so, the point. So, 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 so basically, the point I was about to make is. I mean, so the point Mark I was making is a very good one in terms of you know obviously Bayern having a lot to play for for the rest of the season. I think the Werner example is a slightly flawed one, as we know that had, you know, it, it's time locked and it's very time sensitive. So if you're in a place of uncertainty and you're, you know, being averse to making a major investment as Timo Werner was, and, you know, you can, I think the, I think the salary definitely helps. And that's one, that, and that is the key way that Chelsea, you know, attract players to their club. As we're seeing today with Dean Henderson, um, they are, you know, ready to off double his wages than what he's on at Man United. That's a way of enticing players to the club. The flirting thing, it's, you know, that is how you do business. But again, I'll also say, Virgil van Dijk, you know, that was a transfer that was planned, ruined. Interest from other clubs came in, Chelsea, Man United, Man City. 
he turned him down because he was dead set on joining Liverpool. So there are many other different examples of that being in play. I do understand your concerns because, you know, you, you know, we are seeing other teams make plays for other players. Like, tag me in, Chris. Tag me in, tag me in, tag me in. Go, go on. Like who, though? So, like who? I feel like Klopp goes with people who are set on joining Liverpool. So the reason the Van Dijk one worked out is because he wants someone that, not as loyal to the club, but puts... Liverpool above his other options and seeing that Werner did make that move that wouldn't be someone Klopp would want to work with okay yeah we missed out on a great striker we don't know what he's going to do in the Prem we don't know how he's going to adjust to the Prem but he's a proven goal scorer so I understand your frustration there so look at so so look at uh, remember Julian Draxler when he was was he leaving was it Wolfsburg one or two yeah we, he could have come, you know, he could have come signed for us. Ultimately, then day he chose to move to PSG because the package he was being, you know, for like that was outrageous. You look at him mm-hmm. now, can't even get in the fucking team, and he would be sold mm-hmm. for you know, twenty five cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's just how the game is played. And I do understand your concerns, but I think at this moment of time, when we're so early and there's so many other variables to be so in play, premature. Like, why are you worrying when football isn't even finished? It's, it's not a worry for me because I've ulti- I've said ultimately I don't think he's gonna I don't think that transfer. And you've ultimately like, said that you're not. I mean, you, you, I, I've been very on the prem. So why are you concerned, bro? Huh? Say that again. You ultimately said you're not gonna watch football after we won the prem. So why are you concerned? I'll take these because aligners the se- up, because the season's not. Now. You just you're basically just <laughs> going around in circles. The season's not done. Yeah, once the season, the season once the season's done and the windows open, I can sit back and relax. I'm telling you. Literally, this is not going to get done, and we and we and we have we have we have, we have our bet. We have our bet, and I know it will get done. Yeah, for for the listeners, our bet is that Liverpool spend over fifty million pounds on a player. I don't believe that's going to happen. We just said that we don't have any money. We couldn't afford Timo Werner. We're haggling over <laughs> money. We're buying over thirty. 32 million pounds or whatever that may be. I'm trying to say things but, 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 but somehow like we we're going to go money. ahead and we we're going to spend yeah, all we just said yeah, uncertainty It's not going to happen. How much but, money I mean, it's fine. Coming in. We just said there's Sorry, uncertainty about... We just said there's uncertainty about how much money is coming in. We didn't say things are black and white as in there is no money full stop. We said... Listen... Money is coming in. So how, how, how can you make the bet that we're going we're gonna to spend over 50 million if there's an error of uncertainty that's coming out of your mouth? The transfer right. window ends in October. Bro, don't sure expect anything. Then, That's like it is. I'm it certain is. by then we would have moved out some players. We would have the money in to buy new players. That's what I'm All right, gone. Sorry, Fahi gone. All right, so number one, I'm really not a fan of how we rewrite history of what actually happened with the Werner situation. Like, it is so nasty, some of the stuff that Joe comes out with. Would you say it's agenda-driven? Well, clearly, like, <laughs> what, what else is it? Like, literally, we've got a fan base rewriting history on things that have happened with failed transfers. And, like, we kind of then use that as an example and be like, oh, well, then this clearly shows that we're not actually interested in Thiago. And it won't happen just like Werner. Like, that don't even make sense. They're not the same thing. The Werner situation was completely different. It wasn't just 50 million. There was so much more to that deal. Like, it was a stupid deal. It didn't make sense. So, it didn't happen, right? There was clearly interesting one. There was clearly interesting one. So, so Chelsea Chelsea made... Are you saying Chelsea made a stupid deal? Chelsea makes stupid deals all the time, bro. Chelsea makes stupid deals all the time. All the time. time, Danny Drinkwater. All right. 
Kappa. Do you do do you think Timo Werner is going to work out value for money for Chelsea? Yes or no? Fifty mil, absolutely. No, no, no. Include his wages. Include his signing on fee. What is what is his wages? One hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty k a week. That's what I'm saying. You never get two fifty. I don't know about two fifty. We don't. We don't have. We don't have a player at our club at the moment, and we have a team of fucking. Because we broke, baby. No, we're what? not. We, <laughs> we don't have a player on 250 grand a week. And we we're, you know, one of the best teams in Europe. We don't yo, even have a player yo, on let me, let me ask, let me yeah. ask, Let me ask this question. If there was a player um, like um, mm, oh, Mbappe, Mbappe, okay. Right. Do you well, think... Um, Mbappe, oh, Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe is a... Mbappe is a unicorn. Mbappe is a... Mbappe is a... Everybody will understand... Mbappe, Mbappe, Nike deal, Mbappe, bro. Listen, that was never going to happen. Not because of not not because of so much the transfer right. fee, but more of the of the of the wages. Right. So Joyce, I'm I'm it? trying I'm trying to ascertain where at what point do we go from a club that is doing this whole sell to buy scheme and then trying to get on top of the ladder and then trying to become winners to actually yeah. making that that leap and transition That's into fair. That's fair. into into consistent winners. Because if we're being honest with ourselves, this season will end up being a flash in the pan unless we go cool. out and do some serious... Hold on. Unless, this, 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 is, this is just my take. This is my take. Yeah. Fuck unless you, we go man. out and make some decisive moves in the, trans- in the transfer market, this will be a flash in the pan season in comparison okay, so. to how everybody else is going to move, mainly our rivals, City. So... We need to make that transition away from, all right, where everybody's going to be, the, the, the top guys are going to be on 150K and this is how we're going to work through our transfer strategies or whatever that is. Sometimes yeah. there may be a player like an Mbappe or whoever, I'm just putting them out there, who will make, yeah. that, who will make our team that much more better. Just pay, okay, just pay the way. Okay, just pay, okay. Just, just, no, 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 quick, no, 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 quick rebuttal and then we'll move on to something else because this is taking too long. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's fine. Joe, so you're, you're saying all of that, but you're not taking into a tangibles. You're not taking into the fact that he wanted 250 a week. He has not yet. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Yeah, he hasn't done anything to come into the squad to say that, yeah, I'm going to earn more than Salah and I'm going to earn more than Van Dijk. That's first thing. And his ears don't work. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he doesn't like loud noises. Also, when you're talking about when you're talking about oh, we have to do more to be the best team in Europe, fam. Transfers is one thing. Like I said in the group chat, transfers is one thing. Coaching adds it adds it all up together. You can buy, let's say for instance, Ben Teke banging bear goals against us. He's coming to Liverpool. He don't, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't but, do that. Our <laughs> best players have been our high-profile transfers, and they have literally T-A? come into our what team. With okay, very okay, wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me finish, bro. Let me finish. 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 Go on. Go on. Go ahead, bro. My bad. Go ahead. If you're if you're saying that, then Torres, Suarez, what did they do for us? What? Torres, Suarez, these people that we bought. 
yeah, to take us to another level, they scored their okay. goals and they moved on. Why? Because okay. the coaching because the coaching wasn't enough. Now we have a coach who can get the best out of players, yeah. Why would you why are you telling me that oh it's only transfers that can move us to the next level? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be quick. So your, your, your point is that it takes more than, it takes more than, than transfers to get to, to yeah. take us to the next level. It, it includes coaching. I it can takes a village. That. Sorry? It takes a village. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I can, I can see your point. But as things stand, our high-profile signings are our best players and were our best players the second they came into the squad. Okay. My point has always been when there are players that are of a specific elk that take us up another level, okay, just get it done. Like, the logistics, the, the logistics, you guys seem to be really, really, like, all up in, in, in the logistics. We have seen clubs go above and beyond to get the player that they want. I just want us to just move in that, sort, in that, in that kind of ruthless efficiency so Joe, let me, let me, let me from time to time. That's just me. Let, yeah, let me ahead. ask you something. So, let's say we take your approach to getting the team over and a deal done. We pay all the money that Leipzig wanted up front, and then we pay him two fifty a week in wages. So put yourself in Sadio Mane's shoes. You put yourself in Mo Salah's shoes. Put yourself in Virgil Van Dijk's shoes. Okay. Someone's coming on on two fifty k a week, and like we've all said, he's not really done. Yeah, they're all but you know they're all below that threshold by a considerable amount. You know, possibly hundred grand, eighty That's crazy. grand, whatever it might be. You're That's walking. Is that, is that not crazy to you that the best centre back in the world is probably on about 180k? No, that's no. his business. That's his business. That's not my business because I'm not counting other people's money. He's exactly. accepted that deal. <laughs> and Joe, just to go into what Mugga were talking about, Mugga was saying how Who? every single um, Mugga, the Man United podcast, we know. Oh, man. oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Well, so they were saying every single transfer window. Who, man? I thought he said Mugu. I was like, who's Mugu? Like, I don't know they said, every single transfer window since Fergie has come, something has happened and they've bought someone that has fucked up their whole wage structure. So the mm. fact that they've given David De Gea 350k means if Pogba goes for a deal, Pogba's going to be asking for 500. Exactly. Escalator for going to be protocol. asking for about 200. So when you do something like bringing on Timo Werner, who is 24, on mm-hmm. 250 k and will probably get pay rises after a few good seasons, and that could take him up to, let's say, 350 k and we have established players who are on about 150, the disparity is going to cause tension. They're going to want... I mean, I, to, if, I, if I'm being real, I didn't even know it was 250. I, I, I heard it was like 170. We've been telling no, you. That's no. why, been telling you. No, it's not. Brother, it's, we've been telling you. And, and, that's yeah. why, and that's why I was even more... It's a lot. Because I was like, okay, maybe we could have worked a way around the upfront payment. But to, to it, if it's because of wages, then I, I don't like... It's I didn't, not just... I think, no, but, it's, no, but don't, it's don't get it wrong. It's not just wages. Oh, it's not just wages. Right. Package. Yeah. Everything, the whole deal just didn't make sense, right? They genuinely wanted the whole payment in full. Right. Okay. So, and there was a lot of other stuff involved in that as well, like Fahi was saying. But one thing I just want to say before we move on, right, really quickly, one other factor that you really need to bear in mind, I don't care if you don't believe it or not. Right now, we've got nine central midfielders signed to the club. Four of those guys are 29 and above. You then want to add another one right now to then make it 10 Mm -hmm. central midfielders, 29 and above. So 50% of our midfielders will be... 29 and above. It just doesn't oh, make sorry, sense. Oh, sorry, we're back on, we're back on um, Thiago. 
Joke, joke. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. For the yeah. ultimate point. So, like, you really do need to assess what's number one happening with your squad and what is happening with Thiago between yeah. now and the end of August. Yeah. Like, until yeah. then, you can't really move on it. You can agree with him a deal, and based on okay. what everything has been said, we have, in principle, agreed something with him that clearly shows that we're interested. What happens I, I next I depends I on... We, I don't believe we have. I don't believe we've agreed yeah, anything in principle. We have. Why don't you? I don't want to get into this too much, but why? No, no, no. This, no I, I just don't believe. I just don't. I just don't believe so. I said like, if if no. it hadn't been from uh, Christian Folk, who is you know the awful, you know the oracle for Bayern Munich news, I wouldn't have believed it. But when it comes but what, to what, like what, that, what exactly did he say? I thought he only confirmed that there was interest from from Liverpool. I don't know about any agreeing he, in he principle. Confirmed, he confirmed that between us and Thiago, an agreement is there. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's between us and Bayern now to get the deal over, deal done over the line. That's all it is. So if it okay. now if it now doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that you know we were gazumped in terms of a deal. Situations do change, and I get it's frustrating, right? But right now, you do need to assess what happens between now and the end of the actual season. The season doesn't end when we stop playing. Annoyingly, we got knocked out of the Champions League, and there's more football to play, and we need to see what happens there. Number one, if he stays fit, who the fuck we're going to get rid of? Who the hell's going to pay for Shakiri and all those bums? Get rid of just then, get rid of all of them. Wait, I wish we could. Honestly, either, I, I mean, I'll I'll leave it this way. I think for me, it's 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 less it's less frustrations. It's more it's a lot less frustrations. Just more me just being quite skeptical. I'm always skeptical, but this is me, literally me saying this this cat is the perfect fit for us. So we, I know for a fact we're not going to get it done. That and that's fine, but but, when, but you guys are trying to convince me otherwise, and, that, and that's fine. But okay, so I just, how come I just you got feel... Salah done? When Salah was uh, a bum, Mark, 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 leave yeah, it. Patreon, patreon, patreon. We need to move on, but this will be Joe versus everyone will be a Patreon exclusive, so don't worry about that. That'll be coming to people. That'll be a pay per view coming to you very soon. Carpe and Frack has fight Ayland. Uh, in other news, though, as Alice has kindly provided, Montpellier are interested in Loris Carius. So, you know, there's an extra six million quid to be out there. So, you know. then, what they're going to pay? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah really? but that's the Montpellier want to pay six million. Mm. Oh, but six has had a six million that. deal in mind. Oh, oh they had it. And, in that's mind. The, and that's the fee that Liverpool looked to grab for him. Yeah, from Montpellier. So, yeah. how, much did, how much did we pay for him? Like four million quid. Oh, yeah. getting getting an extra two mil. Wow, that. Uh, I mean, the fact we're getting. Oh, are you that, hey, Joe, what's wrong with you? Hey, Joe. Chris, 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 Wait, I was about <laughs> yeah. to say. I was about to say an me masterclass is coming, but you know, <laughs> you guys are. You guys, but bro, hold on. Uh, anyway, next topic, man. This guy's so the next topic we're going to talk about <laughs> is kind of pre, is you know an actual follow-on as to the discussion we were just having for the past forty-five hours. Um, in terms of players feeling like, well, top reds telling us that you know we can't criticize certain players and you know players shouldn't be disrespected in the way they are, as yeah, with the Jorginho Vinaldum chat over the weekend. So I thought we could have a bit of a roundtable discussion on this. If players are performing like bums. We should be calling them bums, but not in those in you know in those words. You know, I shared a few examples with you guys yesterday in terms of how Thiago would stack up against that current midfield, and the most person who was underperforming for this season was Jorginho Wijnaldum. 
does that devalue anything he's done in the past? No, because all the things he's done in the past have contributed massively to the success of where we are now. But is it a crime saying that, you know, and it goes back to the Firmino point as well, is it a crime saying we should be improving on these players? No. But why does it feel like a crime that we are saying that we should improve on these players? Because we are nostalgia merchants. So, yes, round table discussion. El, I'll lead you. You feel very passionate about this and about yeah. Rigi, most importantly. So, I'll let you lead <laughs> off on this. Yeah, like, like you said, we're just nostalgia merchants, man. Ronaldo can score two big goals against Barcelona and Man City. I was like, oh, you've got to keep him. But you've got to look at the grand scheme of things. There's some games um, Ronaldo will play and he's having like 20 touches, which is ridiculous for someone that plays in centre mid. I mean, it's not a crime. He is a good player, but if someone like, let's say, Thiago comes in and we can replace him, we do it. Again, people like Origi, Ishikiris, um, these players may have had one, two good games and been impactful. But if you see that there's players who can improve us significantly and take their place, you move them on. Um, a lot of people always come out with, oh, Shankly done this. But fam, that man got rid of players quickly, fam. It's, it's not just a, it's not, it's not like anything um, to, to, to think about. I think, I think Paisley came in and he got rid of, uh, what's that racist defender? Oh, fuck him anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, Tommy, yeah, Tommy came, Yeah, got rid of him. And everyone was about fine, you get rid of because these people have now done what they needed to do and it's time to, to replace them. So you do it. So you do that. I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. I don't see why people are saying that, oh, we need to be respectful to you. You're respecting them. You said that, yeah, they've done well, but their time has now come to an end and their cycle has now ended. So it's time to replace them. Anything, anything to add to what Elle said there? I think that's yeah. where people like Joe confuse us with top reds. Like, I don't feel like we are nostalgia merchants. I feel like we're a bit more logical in our approach. So when we say stuff like we're going to lose three midfielders of a lot of experience in Milner not being not really playing, um, Genie may be leaving for not signing a contract, and Lalana, they have contributed a lot to the squad. And we know what they can bring to the squad off the pitch. So when we say stuff like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we can't really lose those type of players. It's not because of nostalgic reasons. It's because there's a lot that comes with these players. Milner is the type of person that will coach these younger players. And the experience he would add is invaluable. That's why no, I it doesn't matter like, to Joe, man. Joe only cares about what happens on the pitch. That's um, why I said stuff like sign Thiago Silva. Because Thiago Silva um, off the pitch would be ridiculous for players. And yeah, Thiago Silva is literally the antithesis of the guy who can come in and bang his medals on the table. Exactly. People will say they're made out of copper because they're from League One, but, you know, they'll count at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's the kind of leadership you want. You know, someone who's won stuff, someone who can teach defenders, you know, teach Gomez how to, you know, not lose his head in certain situations. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you, Mark. And the Milner point's a really good one because literally the reason we brought him in was to be the leader. That's one of the reasons why we brought Colo Toure in, as you know, silly as that seems now. You bring these players in, you add them to the squad to provide that leadership, you know, on and off the pitch. Fahi, I'll let you continue. Yeah, ultimately, like, the, the, the topic you're discussing is more, more on are we allowed to criticise players or not based on nostalgia. I think, all right, so I agree with everything that's being said here currently. In the sense of, yes, we are allowed to critique performances. It doesn't matter if you bang two goals against Barcelona in a semi-final. If you play shit, I'm calling you out. That's yeah. simple. But I think there is 
our fan base, the problem I have with our fan base is we are very spoiled, right? There's so many different ways we're spoiled. It could be with oh, lack of transfers, like Joe always cries about, mm-hmm. or it could be with just the lack of respect we do give players that have achieved a lot with us. I think my issue is we do devalue some of the things these players have done for us. And ultimately, yes, Genie may have had a few bad games. And you're, yeah, you're allowed to call him out on it. But to then kind of completely criticise him as a player and just basically be like, yeah, he's not it, he's not this, he's not that. When ultimately, for the past three seasons, he's done enough to get us to the point we're at. Yeah. It's a bit ridiculous to me. And I know yeah. not everyone is doing that. So not everyone is doing that. But what's happening is, because of those crazy criticisms and then some of the legit criticisms that are coming in, they're just being lumped together and it's just become a massive confusion. Ultimately, I just feel as if our fan base are super spoiled and I think, yes, we're allowed to critique a man for his dead performances, but I think we shouldn't then criticise his whole like profile at the club and what he's achieved at the club because he's done a lot. And I think the, the Wijnaldum one, it, does go, it has gone a bit too far based on what I've seen. Like, some men were, really, some men were yeah. really shitting on him and I wasn't really like with that. Origi and Shakiri, I can completely understand why. <laughs> well, I was about to, <laughs> that, I was about to say, the Shakiri one is so funny because, you know, a good friend of ours um, has seen the light on Shakiri many, many, many moons ago. And he always says that, you know, those goals against United have blinded everyone to the point where he they thinks... Have. They have. And they have. Yeah, they have. They've blinded people to the point where he can still, they think he can still be a viable option for this team. I don't Bro, know why, I'm though. telling you... It's, I'm telling you, it's because of FIFA. Because they see he's 84 on FIFA. They can bring him off the bench. He's like, oh yeah, he's a good, he's a good player, man. He's a good yeah, player. Okay. He's a good option. That that's all it is, man. It, it's it's this FIFA generation, and this is the problem. But yeah, mm. I, I just think we need to stop um, being disrespectful towards our players. Like you're allowed to criticize them for actual individual performances, but shitting on Criticizing their actual like, career at the club yeah. is ridiculous, man. Especially Junior Wanada. He's done a lot. He's turned yeah. up. He, there's games like I said, he's turned up. And he's done Bro, he's, he's turned up. You know he, saying, when like, we wanted to chase for top four in the final day of the season, he, he turned up. When we needed to, you know, come out the slums to be Barca, turned up. He yeah. turned up. So like, you can't, we cannot, we can't turn around and say that he's had good games. For me, it was just more the consistency of the good games, isn't it? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to turn up against. Yeah, I don't want to turn up against Man City. Then when we play Brighton away, it's like, oh, this is all long for the man. I can't be bothered. Do you know what I mean? If I get. You can't you can't say that he hasn't performed well because he's a Premier League winner, he's a Champions League winner, and he got us to the top four all, all the time he's been there. So I agree with Fahima. Huh? Balance. One thing I will say is um stance wise, I've always had the stance of criticizing our players internally. So like keeping all the harsh, harsh criticisms internal so it doesn't look like we're always power struggling to the outside yeah. community. I like to so if I do want to say something about a player and I do want to say something about people's performances. If we do go on to talk about the Arsenal game, I will mention Van Dijk, I will mention Alisson, and I will be very harsh about what they were doing because what the fuck were they doing for both goals? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, at yeah, the same mate. time, yeah. performance-wise, nobody can chat for them. They're the best centre-back and best goalkeeper in the league, respectively. And outside to the outside community, I don't want any Arsenal fan, any Man City fan, any Chelsea fan, any Spurs fan criticising them at all. I don't even want to mention United because they have a bum in Maguire and they have a bum in David De Gea and they can't even compare. They can't even dream about what we have at the back at the moment. Yeah, and that's what I mean about being spoiled. We are spoiled. Yeah, yeah. we are. We are. Yeah, the Allison thing is such a, it's such a funny one because, you know, obviously he made a mistake against Arsenal and, you know, 
you're not in the right frame of mind. Obviously, you know, you kind of switched off. You are, you know, D&D for the rest of the season. Nah, man. Nah, like nah. He's still... When I was watching De Gea at the weekend, it's like, fucking hell, exactly. I appreciate having a guy like Alison <laughs> Becker. He goes so much. I've seen so Alison make two mistakes in his Liverpool career. There was a Leicester yeah. one where I think yeah. Nacho scored and there was that one. Yeah, there was three. He's been here for two years and we've seen yeah, three, mistakes, yeah. three mistakes. Three mistakes. It's, it's, it's a massive testament to him as well that he was injured for a fair bit of the season and he's still high, third highest in clean sheets. Yeah. It's, it's mad. It's an unreal guy. Um, I'm glad to have him on board. Agree with everything you said, boys. I think it's very good. I think the spoiled part about our fan base is very entitled as well. Um, and it's yeah. annoying, man. It's, 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 I also it's think very it's annoying. Thing, yeah, I also think it's a thing of where we see that... I think Mason Green was a very good example for this because we see that United have got the new shiny thing. And it's like, oh, we need something like that. When you've kind of already got two or like that. Exactly, and Salah, and we do a, we do do a thing. And I, you know, I, I see it a lot <coughs> of devaluing the players that we have, especially Always. Salah, more than others. Always. Looking Always. at you, Junior Glam. I mean, Always you know, what? I, I think I think no player is beyond reproach. I think everyone is up for criticism. Agreed. Um, yeah, from the player to the to the coaches to the managers, everyone's up for. If you if you mess up, you get you get. You get um, you get critiqued. Um, there's a level um, that you go to, and there's a level, there's a threshold you don't you don't cross. Disrespect or poo pooing on their everything they've done for the um, for the club. You know, you absolutely don't do that. Um, but there's this there's this thing. There's something I really don't agree. I don't I don't agree with the fact that we're spoiled. I think it's a lot less to do with us being spoiled and more of us not being used to where we are right now. I feel I feel like we we're very a lot of the fan base a lot of the fan base is very reactive, but then they also really haven't had this level of success before being relevant. Including yourself, by the way. Huh? Including yourself in that reactive bit, by the way. No, I I speak straight facts. Um and I and I and I feel with, with a lot of our fans, if you say one thing about any player, they they jump on you. Um and it goes yeah. the other way as well. You can't say anything about a player. You can't critique. And then people complain, you know, either way. And I think there's always balance that needs to be held of it. I think if you're going to critique someone, critique them for that specific performance. And if, if need be, critique them for, um, you know, linked performances as well that they, they probably haven't put together or their consistency or whatever that is. But I think with Genie, I think I've, I've been on a record saying I think Genie, the Holland Genie is probably... Uh, something we would absolutely need um, as a team moving forward, someone who could add goals from, from midfield. But a consistency level isn't there. But if he's not willing to sign a new deal, just let him go. Um, but, it's, you know, if he doesn't want to sign, there's nothing we really can do. If he doesn't want to sign and he wants to go home to, to, to Holland, then, you know, more life to him. We appreciate him, especially for what he did in the Champions League. But if anything short of that, I think you you you're doing a bit too much, um, and I think also we should probably ignore what other fans are saying as well. I think other fans are in a position where they're looking at us and we're the standard, 
So if anything they do is, is, is to compare us to, to their players or whatever that may be. But in reality, probably um, man for man, they probably have a better team than a better player or team than most people anyway. So it is what it is. Just take, just, just add a touch of balance to everything you, you do in forms of critiquing. And yeah, the whole Dini critique situation has come about from the contract situation because I don't personally think he's been our worst midfield performer. I feel like there are. Who do you think has been? Oh, oh yeah. But fuck, oh, let me, don't get me started on him, please. I don't want to criticize him too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, let's move on from yeah, been a rough year. Yeah, but there's always context. Like, what I like to think that there's always context in things, in it. Like with Ox, he was out for a year. Um, he started to pick up before the before yeah. the lockdown. No mobility training, not much football. So Brother, he can't even control the ball right now. I know that's what I'm saying. So there's not much. <laughs> it, it, I don't know what's like, going on. As much as we can carry as much as we want, but. Facts-wise, I feel like Ox is our worst performer. I know um, that I understand why he is. Yeah, yeah so that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to disagree that's, on yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. So every time he, did, he does come on, he has looked anonymous in it. But like I said, there's always context within it. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I, I, I don't feel... But again, I agree. Like, I think we are... Can we say we're spoiled? Yeah, I think we're spoiled, man. We have the best yeah, centre-back in the league. Yeah, people just best goalkeeper in the league. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing with players and why we criticise them is because they've done so. I think because when we like see their best, we always just match them up to that. So we've seen how good Ox can be. We've seen how good Genie can be, and then when they just perform like the complete opposite to that. That's kind of what rattles us, and then yeah. you know the fan base just goes into overdrive. But yeah, ultimately, um, we we need to just criticise them based on an actual performance and not their whole tenure at the club. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, I think in terms of the opposition fan things, I made a re- I made a comparison to Mark, not not Mark, uh, Mike earlier. Uh, it's one of my wrestling fans out there. I feel like we're very much Roman Reigns at the moment. Um, technically, we're incredibly good, and people don't want to admit that, so they just find any other reason to hate on us. Uh, so yeah, moving on, we have a fairly big event happening tonight. Um, as we will, at the moment you've all been waiting for, I very much, I very much kin this moment to, you know, instead of say Christmas time, you know, you, you know what you're getting for Christmas. You've seen it. You've seen it hide. You've seen it hidden under your parents' bed. You know you're getting a PlayStation Two for Christmas, but it's December thirteenth, and you still got to wait twelve days to, to get it. And now, tomorrow, today, it's going to be Christmas Day. And you can see that moment. You're going to get that. You're going to have that moment you've been waiting for for a while. So the trophy lift, we've seen the um, stand be put up, um, the presentation area. It's going to be awesome. We need new music. So anyone from LSE who is listening to this, get Farhi on the mixer. He will wheel up all the tunes uh, for that. But oh, you, know that dub, you know that dubstep song that we keep like um, rehashing the group chat uh, from the 90s? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that that'd be good you know what I might just like fight. you know what I do like the, all the wrestling stuff I might just get that clip and just like just double load of shit over it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be so good <laughs> that'd be good but before we have that brilliant moment there's a little bit of business to take care of in the form of Chelsea Football Club whose social media manager has been very brave today um, to say the <laughs> least um Good way to, I don't know if you can pin a tweet in a dressing room, but it's a good way to motivate the boys. Um, 
so in, given the recent performances and uh, players seemingly look like they've pushed off, what are you expecting from the team tomorrow? Um, all right, I'm going to go first. So ultimately, Chelsea performed all right against United on Sunday, but they did perform and play on Sunday. So they've had two days break. They had a good, strong team out. Um, I think, I don't know if Kante is going to be back or not, but he obviously he missed out on Sunday. He won't be back. He's, so yeah, he's not going to be back now. So what? Midfield-wise, is it going to be Kovacic and Jorginho again? Was there anyone else? Who, who else is there they can have in midfield? Uh, Bar- Barkley, Barkley and Loftus Cheek and Mount maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Mount will play. Pulisic will probably play as well because Pulisic didn't start on Sunday. Um, ultimately, Giroud, Giroud, Giroud played ninety minutes, though, didn't he? What did he? Yeah, he played eighty minutes. So it'll be interesting to see if he plays or not. Um, ultimately, I would. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the DC area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Expect us to win. We've had a nice week off, um, well, nearly a week. Um, you know, home performers. If you don't want to kind of lift the cup up, cup in style, then I really yeah. don't know for these guys. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to hear any excuse about being on holiday mode tomorrow. Like, this is the moment they've been waiting for. They've wanted to lift the cup. So ultimately, we're playing a team that just played on Sunday. We've had extra room to kind of rest, get ourselves ready for this game. Look at the mistakes from the game against Arsenal. And, you know, it should be a comfortable victory. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. What we're actually going to get, I have no idea. Because since it's been tied up, some of the performances have been so bad. Yeah, they've been shocking. Literally, they've been beyond shocking. So, I hope we go out in style. What's actually going to happen, I have no idea. I'm not even going to make a prediction on that. Prior to the tweet going, I would have said we would have got a draw. It would have been like a 1-1. But that tweet going up has added a lot of fuel to the fire. I know the players are active on Twitter lately, so I know they've seen it. Yeah, they see everything. I also hope that they understand. Going back to transfers, we've lost Werner to Chelsea. We're probably going to lose Kai to Chelsea. But... Fahi, do you want to quickly... Losing Kai to Chelsea. Okay, okay, okay. In it for him. Okay, one for you. I may go to Chelsea. And if they miss out on Champions League football, he won't. So that would be nice to see. If we beat Chelsea and Wolves draw or lose to Chelsea, so draw or win at Chelsea, then Chelsea are possibly finishing fifth, maybe even sixth. I need to go. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't look at what's happening below us. They're all such bad clubs. Yeah, it, it's a weird one because we qualified in late January, Feb. So I'm not even <laughs> fucking I, 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 bothered with that. So. <laughs> all I know is that they need to pay for their sins. Like, I don't know why they keep yeah, They on, need to pay for their sins. That's it. Why yeah. they keep on uh, reposting a video from like six years ago? <laughs> no, I mean, listen, so listen, I, 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 just, I, I just want to say this real quick. Um, prior to that, though, Crazy tweet. I didn't really care. I just wanted us to just go there, and then yeah, we'll, we'll, probably, we'll probably get a draw. Um, it was good vibes until then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but Chelsea are such a classless outfit. 
like there's, there's just lack any sort of decorum or, or cl just anything to do with class. They're just, they just don't have it. You know, you're about to give us uh, a guard of honor, but you know, you're, you're throwing back, um, you know, video clips from, from, from six plus years ago um, to, try, to, try, to, try, to, try, to try and build your, your, um, your, engagement. You know, your, your engagement with, for you, you know, 2000 fans that you had. Yeah, you literally, I, I, I literally tweeted that to be to be with the Neeks. You know what I mean? You, you know, it's like, yeah, yo, yeah. have a bit of yeah. have a bit of class, have a bit of decorum, have respect. You're about to give us a guard of honor, so it's like, you know. And then if you now take an L, like, what happens to you? Like, come on. So now I really want us to go out there and actually clap those cheeks. But well, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a whole whether lot of talking. That, and his tweets not loading. That's all I'm gonna say. Whether 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 we do that, that's another question. That's another that's thing. Because yeah. these guys, listen. I thought from the from the from the the mess from the from the the, the previous game that they was going to get their act together and we were going to see them absolutely smash Arsenal. They absolutely were horrendous. So I don't know. Once you switch it off, it's hard to switch it back on. And if they're on the beach already, listen, we're going to get absolutely done in. One so, player who I don't think is going to be on the beach, though, is Salah. Salah loves the Chelsea game. And yeah, well... Prove a point. Always have I, to prove I, I a point. I don't know. Does he, does, he, does he want to finish his, his chances this time? Or what's he, what's he looking <laughs> to do? Yeah, I, that, I mean, it's, it's, it's up yeah. to these guys whether or not they want to they turn up. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they will. It's not going to be a big deal. But because of, that, because of those tweets, yo, I really want them to go out there and, 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 and uh, get to clap yeah, but more, more for Chelsea because at the end of the day, you finished third last season. You won European League last season. Now you've got less points this season. You're going to head out of the uh, Champions League and you just FA Cup. I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> Is that tweet? Was it really necessary? I don't know. Yeah, you know what? U ultimately, nice little payback will be us costing them Champions League football. So oh, yeah, that's, you know. it. that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's, nice. it's, it's a bit of a weird. Um, I mean, the stakes aren't as high, but you know, thirteen, fourteen, they have they have to aggressively chase the game because they need they need all three points. And we're the team yeah, that can sit I, back. It's so tough, man. Because United, I hate them. I hate them the most. But yeah. right now, if. Both those clubs could burn and not get into the Champions League. I'd take that, obviously. But you know, that's what I was playing for all season, and then Sheffield United fucked it up, man. Yeah, well, they got shaved by VAR as well, didn't they? Yeah, exactly game. against Villa, so yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Villa, by the looks of it, they're winning one 0 right now. They're going to stay up, and that's going to affect United by not getting Grealish. So either way, huh? The guys I mean, in my after, the guys in my office will be very happy if they stay up. I mean, this is after Villa, man. They can see a lot of late goals. <laughs> yeah. You never yeah. know what's going to happen the remainder of this game. But um, I mean, yeah, again like, with the, again with the AR, we can't all be like, you know, certain teams can get twenty seven penalties in a season. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, ultimately, I hope um, that tomorrow's performance is a nice way to lift the cup afterwards. You know, I'm dying to get the picture of James Milner lifting the cup, Dejan Lovren lifting the cup. Like my profile picture really. <laughs> Gonna shout Jordan Henderson for me. I love it. I love it. Hella Jordan man. Henderson for me, bro. I think I'm going the Kings at the back, man. I think I'm going. Cool. Now, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a picture of Dejan Lovren lifting the cup, putting on a t-shirt, and send it to Joe with his thighs. Tell him where that to the first TFL live pod. <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I can't wait to see Bobby lifting it because it's just piss or boil. So, yeah. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about for, in the group. 
I'm just talking so about me, in general. I, I think I, I just like for me this, even the whole ceremony of what's going to happen tomorrow is going to be still surreal for me. Like they've everyone said, you know, it's the COVID cup, the COVID cup. It's this, is that. For me as a fan, there's nothing outside of seeing your team lift that. Nothing can spoil that for me. The only thing now is when it's, I guess, realistic for everyone to go out to Anfield and have that parade or, or whatever. I'm going to be absolutely off my. Catch us there. Yeah. Like for, so, catch like us this, there. This, this, this is, this is it, what it is. I, I'm more, I'm excited and I'm my heart's firing for what's gonna, what's gonna feel like tomorrow. But this feeling can never be taken away from me, regardless of whatever is going on right now in the world. This is probably going to be the biggest. W biggest win, something that's going to put the biggest smile on my face so far this year. So um, it is what it is at this point. Obviously, w so, w so big it helped cure COVID. Go yeah. on <laughs> champions, asterisks, and all that good stuff. COVID champions. Um, what else do you want to call it, man? Blood, blood on your hands, champ, champions. Blood on your hands, champions. Hell of champions. Leagues, leagues so shit that you couldn't even challenge, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it? Uh, so you know, whatever you want to call it, man. Just right, get, now we get to just the parade. Don't be afraid to say hi. Obviously, we won't be in the most professional state. I might be out of it personally, but don't be afraid to say hi. Uh, the views of Marco and the views of Joe belong to Marco and Joe alone. <laughs> they do not represent anything. Well, what, 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 what did I say? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, it's, just, it's just better to cover ourselves when you speak, <laughs> man. You, you never know. never know what's going to come out your see mouth. Why, see why, hey, man. See why, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Fair. <laughs> 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 uh, just a quick one before we sign off for the evening. PFA Player of the Year. Um, who are you voting for? Just Jordan Henderson. I'm going Hendo. Yeah. As much as I wanted it to be Mane, but Hendo. Mane's had a in the league quite good. I mean, it could be Mane or Henderson. I think as long as it's not KDB, just to, just to rub that extra bit of spice. In, into okay. into the wounds. I would love for it to be a, a Liverpool player. And then we get the PFA. <laughs> It'll be a Liverpool free P as well on the PFA player because I'm yeah, yeah. young player. It's definitely going to be Trent by far. It has, has, to to be. Be. has to be. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to give it to Rashford, but it has to be Trent. Rashford for what? For a bit for of community service? Allow it, man. Ah, uh, you know how it gets, man. Allow community it, service man. and staying fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Evil world we live in. The, the votes the votes are done by journalists, correct? Uh, so PFA player is by the players and then football writers. Football writers. Oh, I think I think KDB might I think KDB might win it if, if it's done by the players. I think he might end up winning it. Yeah, I think this I think they might split votes between Liverpool players, so he might win PFA player, but I think football yeah. writers, I think Henderson will definitely win it because they're the ones yeah. pushing for uh, mm. him to be uh, rewarded for his, you know, leadership and intangibles on the pitch. Uh, uh Thank you for that glam. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, that is the end of this week's podcast for Carpenter Fractors, powered by Social Media Group. Thank you very much for spending your uh, hour with us uh, this week. We will see you again next week. And be sure, if you, you know, are hungry for more content, head over to www.patreon.com slash and sign up for just let us three pound a month. You can get a few more episodes from the boys. Uh, a lot more to come from that as well. Four episodes Four a month, man. Enjoy the world. And we're hungry as well, so there might even be more than four episodes. So. Yeah, yeah, very true. A uh, lot more cool stuff to come. We've got merch, 
Um, again, if you, you know, want to be able to win a piece of merch that we'll be uh, selling in the future, uh, head over to our Co uh, Copper Fracas Twitter account. Uh, simply just retweet the tweet that is available, and you'll be in one chance of winning that, and we'll find out if you want it on Friday. So, from myself and the boys at Copper Fracas, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Stay safe. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, -face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Sports Social Podcast Network.